here I am in the place to be. Mr. K and B, you can't fuck with me. Extra sexy, extraordinary. Palms are hairy, your mama pop. What up, y'all? K and B, the sexy ninja in the place to be for C Plus Studios. Welcome to the sexy ninja cast. I was asked this question, like, I thought this was an every Sunday thing. I was like, yeah, you know, but I have so much to say and so much to talk about on a day-to-day basis that sometimes a podcast just happens and, or I watch a movie and that's what I was doing with this, uh, this Kelvin timeline, Star Trek series. I just finished Star Trek Beyond. And I gotta say, I, this hit, this one, this, this movie hit me really hard in the end. And in, in my feelings, like I, I, I like I kind of teared up, especially with the with the the messages I see in it. You know, the movie starts out with with the Enterprise. You know, well, it starts off in really great fashion, and this movie's directed by Justin Lin, uh, written by Simon Pegg and um another writer. Uh, you know, and it's a very different movie. And you know, what's so funny is like. The vibe I got, just because it's the vibe I got, and it's kind of like the ongoing joke and memes and stuff, is family. It's all about family. You know, the that Fast and Furious uh, ongoing motto now, it's family. It's family, you know? <laughs> and Justin Lin being the director of this, it, 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 makes, it, made, it, it made me laugh inside a little bit. But I, I really like the story and like with all the characters and how we split the characters up. Once uh, Crawl, who's played by um, Idris Elba, um, who does a great, fantastic job, and it starts off in pure Star Star Trek fashion. Um, Kirk is trying to tell this uh, these species, like, "Hey, this is a peace offering." They're not having it, and they're like, "Hey, you know, fuck you." But was it stolen? He's like, "No, it wasn't stolen. It's a gift. You know, it's a gift that they're giving you. You know," and they're like, "We don't want it." And this item becomes very, very important to the story. They don't want it, so he takes it, gets being back aboard, and uh, he was attacked by a lot of these, uh, a lot of these species and whatnot. And Spock goes, "I have to go." He's like, "Yeah, you know." So we're 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 three years under three year we're three years in the mission, the five year mission. Everyone's getting a little antsy. Everyone's getting a little, you know. We're going into space, you know, the, where where three years is a very long time. And Kirk is questioning himself. He's questioning himself as a captain. He's questioning the, uh, you know, uh, his 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 mental mind state. And I think we all get like that in when you're stuck in one spot. Like that resonated with me much more, you know. And also on the other hand, on the flip side, Spock, you know, he he finds out that um, his himself, Ambassador Spock, you know, from the future passed away and sadly Leonard Nimoy did pass away before this movie was even filmed or anything like that you know and we lost uh, the great Leonard Nimoy and that, that that hit me too and I'm just like man and you know when Spock's told now he has to face his own immortality like he has to understand like death comes for everyone and he decides like you know what's important do I stay here in Starfleet or do I go you know back to um new Vulcan and I, I help my race and, uh, survive, you know, have little Vulcan babies basically, you know, and be back on the Vulcan council because now uh, ambassador Spock, you know, 
is is gone. So you know he's he's in he's in the situation. He's uh him and Ahura broke up because he's feeling all these things and the fact too that he has to deal with knowing that you know his, himself is dead. <laughs> But also, we lost somebody in this franchise as well. So, they 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 go to this place called Yorktown, and it's funny. Is Yorktown is what um, uh, was supposed to be the name of the Enterprise before it was called the Enterprise? Uh, Gene Roddenberry he he wanted to call it, like that was one of his names for the ship itself. You know, the the USS. Uh, uh, what I forgot what I said, <laughs> but you know that was that that was cool Yorktown Yorktown sorry, but it's this big like, um, like it's basically like a, a city space station if you will. Uh, I like what Bones called it. He called it um, a snow globe in space. You know that can crack any minute and this and that. And everybody is on point. Like we're, we're we we deal with the relationship of Kirk and Spock, and, and you know there's always a good mixture between everyone. But I feel like in this movie. We got to be with everybody a little bit more, and that, like we we got to be with the crew, and I like the fact that we had to split them up, you know. And then you can see you get you get more like oh, oh yeah, Bones and Spock over here, uh, Chekhov and Kirk over here, you know, uh, Hura and uh, Sulu are over here are, are captured um, by Crawl and stuff like that. Um, so it, you know. They go, they go to Yorktown, and maybe Kirk's like, yeah, I might step down as captain. He's going to recommend uh, Spock. You know, um, Sulu got back with his uh, boyfriend and, and their adopted daughter. Uh, you know, it, it, everybody's, like, feeling the tension of this three, you know, it's a five-year mission, three years, and hopefully this kind of just soothes it out. So while, while they're there, um, a ship comes through, and it's uh, hailing hailing a Starfleet and be like, Hey, you know, we got a problem, blah, blah, blah. Uh, they bring, they bring the, bring her down. And she was just like, Hey, by the way, we were attacked down the, on the outer room of space. You know, it, it was, it was crazy. We, uh, we need to bring, we need to go get, save the crew because they landed on the planet and we just need to go back and save everyone. You know, this is what we need to do. And Kirk is a little like, yeah, 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 I'll do it. And, you know, and they're like, you know, you don't know. Oh, no, we have the best navigational system that go through anything. So he takes it upon himself because one, he's still questioning himself. He's still questioning like, like what is the purpose? You know, he's trying to live to his father's expectations of George, but he, you know, and the, there was a really great scene on the enterprise before they hit your town was bones and him. They're talking and it's Kirk's birth, Kirk's birthday's coming up. And he's like, you were born the same day your dad died. You know, he, he want, his dad wanted to be in Starfleet, you know, his dad, that's what his dad wanted to do. And Kirk was more on a dare by Pike. And how, how do we live with the, the expectations of that? You know, uh, you know, him, him trying to find himself and trying to understand that what everything, you know, he's trying to understand himself. That's the big thing. So while you know, while he's in Yorktown, he's talking about transferring down there, getting you know, not having the Enterprise and whatnot. But the journey that he goes through in this movie shows him that he needs his crew, his family. He needs his ship, the Enterprise. You know, there's still some adventure inside of him. Um, so we're dealing with that. We're dealing with Spock. So we got this beacon. They go out, boom, and this crazy swarm of ships that are just flying like bees and whatnot. And, you know, it's fucking crazy awesome. They they come out and, you know, 
they attack the Enterprise, and the Enterprise is fucking going apart. And you find out that the the alien that they br- that brought her that brought them out there, she was working for Crawl. Um, you know, he, it was an ambush pretty much because they needed that um, they needed that uh, the item they had in the starting of the movie because Crawl needs it. It's, you know, it's a massive weapon that he's going to use to spread and kill every, like start killing Starfleet, start killing these bases, start killing humanity because he was forgotten. You know, and he became something. He became a monster, you know. And so he, the ship's getting attacked, and it's just crazy, you know. And everything's falling apart, and everyone's escaping in pods. But Crawl's um, soldiers were grabbing them and taking them down to the planet. And when you get to the planet, you find out that he's been doing this to a lot of other ships. And, like, you know, bringing them down and this and that because of his crazy swarm and everything, and there's this really great shot while everyone's evacuating, you know, in, in there's, well, well, Kirk's like, hey, abandon ship, abandon ship, he goes, he gets in a pod, he goes, he gets sent out, and there's this great sh- over-the-shoulder shot where he's in the pod, and he's looking, and he can see, you can see his reflection, but you also see the Enterprise going down, and I felt that was so symbolic of everything he's dealing with, and like, this is his fail, you know, he's failing what he wants to be, what he's trying to be. He, you know, th- this is something that he, he he didn't need, this burden, and now he has to save his crew. You know, now he has to be Captain James T. Kirk, you know, and seeing that image kind of really was like, damn, you know, I, I, I had some, like, personal things that I'm dealing with that I'm just like, I can relate to that. You know, you're seeing the ship go down and you're just like, damn, there's nothing I can do about it. Nothing I can do about it. My, you know, it's like you're seeing your life crash in front of you when you really can't stop it from crashing. But you got to understand from the ashes rises the phoenix and you got to take it. And, uh, you know, uh, Uhura's with uh, with Crawl on their base and stuff like that. He, she, he's, he, I don't know, he, he's kind of, he kind of like takes her in and trying to basically tells her his whole plan. He's like, hey, this is what we're doing. This is that, this is that. Sulu, you know, Sulu's with them. And you find out that uh, Crawl and his people, they, they were uh, an old crew, old um, Starfleet crew that kind of got lost out there in space. And this disease basically went and ate them up and changed them. And, uh, you know, and so the weapon they want, though, is like a crazy virus type weapon. So while all this is happening and, and the Enterprise falls, everyone split up. Scotty split up. We meet uh, this new character named Jayla. Uh, who helps Scotty, and she has a ship that she's using. She calls it her home and whatnot. So they go there. We have Bones and Spock, who are really not too close, but it was nice to see them, like, share a bondage to each other, like, grow to like each other a little bit more, you know. And Spock is with Chekhov. Uh, Really, nothing with Chekhov, really, in that aspect. Like, just them trying to find the crew and everything like that. But while Spock and Chekhov is off, they're off with the... uh, the, the person that brought him there and they go to the ship to go get the item. But Kirk do Kirk's like, no, this she's going to betray us some way, somehow, you know? And Scotty's like, how'd you know? He's like, it's just what I know, man. You know, I, and so after that, after that, after in this crazy, awesome scene where they're in the ship and they trick her and then they start shooting and then they set up the thrusters and the, basically the dish of the ship just, you know, and then they go off and they go meet up with Scotty and Jayla. And, you know, then they then they finally find um, Spock and Kirk. So when the band gets back together, it's like, oh, hell yeah. Now they got to go to Crawl's. 
they they got to save the crew. So they start thinking and thinking, and it's fucking Kirk on a motorcycle. Come on, causing a distraction. It, it, this movie's very fast. You know, it's like it, it's a two-hour movie, and it, it just when it starts, it starts, and I just feel like that's Justin Lin's way of being like, "All right, bitch, here we go. Sit your ass down. Let's do this." So they go to crawl. Crawl goes off, you know, on his ship, and he's taking a swarm with him. And Kirk is there. He's causing distractions. And they go. They save the crew. Scotty beams them out 20, 20 people at a time to the USS Franklin. The that was a crawl ship that you find out later. Um, that was, uh, abandoned and stuff like that, but now it's flying again. When they got that ship in the air, it was pretty fucking cool, man. They had to go off this ledge of the rock and whoosh, and just warp, up, pew, 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 pew. Um, yeah, so we, we get into all that. We, we saved the crew. Now they're like, okay, um, Crawl's going to Yorktown. That's where he's going. That's where he's going to release this crazy virus thing that's going to kill everybody. So the, the the they're on the the crew's back. They're all on deck on the USS Franklin. They go after a crawl and they're trying to figure out how do we stop that swarm. That swarm is really impossible not to stop because they're all in sync. They fly, you know. And so the best part about it is um, they talk about jamming their frequencies, you know. And so Bones and Spot go into one of their one of those uh, swarm ships. And they're they're trying to figure out like yeah we need some form of thing to jam their comms and something that's gonna just make them all go haywire and go explode and stuff like that. And Jayla she has this radio that she found and she was playing um, "Fight the Power" by uh, Public Enemy, which was awesome. Uh, earlier in the movie, you know, Scotty's like, oh, is this music? And she's like, yeah. And he goes, oh, not my taste. But, you know, she goes, I like it because it's loud. And I like the, the beat, you know. That's what I like about it. They're shouting. And so uh, when they're going, they, they get they set the frequency. They're letting Yorktown know, like, hey, you know, we got how, we know how we're going to kill him. And, man, uh, he, she goes, did you pick this up? Did you, are you ready? They're like, yeah. Ugh. This made me like smile ear to ear and like Kirk sitting in his chair and they're going, you just see the swarm, you see the Franklin and they're all about to get on and all of a sudden, sabotage, you know, it, it just goes off and then uh, they're going through the, not the swarm, you know, and um, they send the frequency, they tell Starfleet like, yo, blast this out and they do and they, it was just an awesome. It was like a they're they're riding this wave of all of all these ships. The Franklin is and they're and all these ships are just exploding. And then when they send this thing to uh, um, to Starfleet to send it out in the, the defenses of Yorktown, boom! You know, it was fucking awesome, man. I was like, yeah, bitch. So, McCrawl gets into Yorktown, you know, with his couple ships. Uh, Spock and Bones go after him. Uh, they drive the Franklin inside of Yorktown to go after uh, Crawl and everything. And it's funny, with the name Crawl, I was like, another another bad guy with the letter K in the name. You know, last one was Khan, now we got Crawl. So they, they go and they find out, like, he's, you know, he's going to go to the center of Yorktown and he's going to release the disease there. So they go. It's a, it's a go, 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 go situation. And it's just a cat and mouse chase. Uh, 
Kurt gets up there. Uh, they're they're trying to they they figure out a way, and it was a really fast way to like okay, boom, boom, boom you know, in pure fashion of Star Trek, like things kind of just figure itself out and the story all the check marks happen but you know like i said this feels like this felt like a over like an hour a two hour um 30 minute episode you get from the original series that that's how it felt it was very fast paced this that so crawl gets defeated and you know he was he got in the message with that i got especially when Starfleet's like, well, this case is now closed just because we thought they all, when they disappeared, we thought he was a good man, blah, blah. And Kirk just kind of goes, yeah, he, he kind of got lost, you know, he got lost in himself. He got lost to being a soldier and everything like that. And that was a little heartbreaking. Um, but the the best part about it is the, yeah, the overall message was family and a crew, your, your crew, man. And Bones takes, uh, you know, and there's, oh, before I get to it, the part that really teared me up, like really got me, is at the end, everyone's recovering and this and that. Spock's going through Spock's stuff and he grabs his box and he opens it and there's a picture of the OG crew, you know, um, uh, George Takai, you know, um, fuck it. Like I'm, I'm getting all teary. I just thinking of it because, you know, William Shatner's Kirk, um, Original, you know, original crew member. It was just, it was just really awesome, man. It was just really awesome. And Leonard Nimoy, like everyone in original OG crew, and the picture that he was carrying around with them just made me really, really sad because I was like, damn, that's you know, forever awesome. Just that that imagery right there that that choked me up for the rest of the movie. And we get to a point where Bones tells everyone it's Kirk's birthday. They celebrate his birthday and whatnot, and they all stop for a second. They all look, and the Enterprise is getting put back together. And what I really liked about this ending uh, for this movie was when after it was getting together, once it was together, you know, you got space, the final frontier. This is the, you know, the, the, the spiel, the good, you know, but it was everybody mixed in. Scotty, Ahura, Spock, Bones, Kirk, you know, it was everybody that and Sulu, like everybody was in that final way of the sentence goes out and stuff like that. You know, space and they go you know and they fly off and now they're family <laughs> so I, I i at the end i was like damn oh i fucking love this movie man i like it more than into darkness i gave into darkness to seven out of ten this movie i'm giving a solid nine it's still i i still love the first movie more but i feel like this movie had heart of the original series and i can tell with simon Pegg being one of the writers that it, it is that it, it is everything that it needs to be especially if you love star trek itself so um i give the movie a solid nine out of ten uh you know i i wish crawl's plan was a little bit more like is his plan was kind of like i'm gonna release this thing okay now i'm gonna tell everyone, i'm gonna tell who are all about it all about this plan uh i'm unsure what the thing does you know monologuing as a villain you know Good, good, good shit, man. But I had a good time. It was good to have the crew back, and I'm, I'm praying they do a fourth movie because I will be there, front and center. I'll be like, hey, take my money, take my money, take my money. I want that Star Trek four. I want my Kevin, the Kevin timeline crew. So. Tell me what you think. Did you watch Star Trek Beyond? If not, go watch it. If you haven't seen any of these movies, go check it out. This is considered the Kelvin timeline because it's an alternate universe of of uh, of this uh, the Enterprise crew. 
the USS Enterprise crew, and there's so much adventures, the comic books that I want to jump into again, um, that were, that you get part of their, their five-year mission, you know, you, you, they, they, they expand upon that so you can see what was happening in this three years, there's also a great, um, prequel comic to Into Darkness, there's, uh, some stuff where you get the backstory of Khan and his crew and everything like that, um, they're, they're still expanding on that universe a little bit here and there, not as much as they were, unless a fourth movie's on around the corner, um, and there's also a great crossover with Green Lantern and this Star Trek crew where they meet each other. Uh, Kirk becomes a Green Lantern at one point. It, it, it's a really good series. They did two. There's a there's two series of that where the Green Lantern Star Trek crossover. Uh, a spectrum, I think the Spectrum War or something. I think that was the second one. But man, it's really fucking fun. And I believe I believe Spock becomes a Blue Lantern. If I remember right. I got it. Now I want to reread this series. Now that I've jumped back into this universe, especially with this timeline, I'm like, I'm all in, man. Like, let's do this. And while I was like writing some notes out for Star Trek Beyond as it was going, I, you know, after I got done and everything like that, I, I put on, there was a Star Trek Next Gen Marathon. I was like, oh, fuck it, man. Trekkie day. So tell me what you think. Drop those comments below. After that, like and subscribe. Share with your grandma. Share with your grandpa. Share with the bum down at Walmart. I am KMB, the sexy ninja. Um, and as always, stay sexy ninjas. That's, that's a good one. That's a good one. And live long and prosper. Whoop, whoop! Welcome to the wicked shit.